It's that time of the week, folks. Finance Friday. Brought to you by... I feel weird introducing myself. Lindsay Crosby. Lindsay Crosby of Mid-South Bank. Yeah, it's that, that's how Zach always does it. Brought to you by me, Lindsay Crosby. <laughs> yeah, brought, brought, brought to you by me, Lindsay Crosby. I love that. All right, so... This is uh, Senior Account Executive Jordan Mills in here with me. Um, Good morning, everyone. In case you didn't recognize the voice from Wednesday. So, Jordan, I got a letter in the mail yesterday from the IRS. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it's uh, normally a really bad like, thing. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, eh, I'm not that'll talking about your, this. That'll throw some butterflies in your stomach. Exactly. But, no, no, it was, this, in this case, not a bad thing. So, starting in July, they're going to send me money every month. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of the opposite of how that normally works. Uh, all right, so the last COVID bill had an expansion of the child tax credit. They made some changes to it. It's a pre-existing tax credit. It's been around since 1998. But the idea of the child tax credit is it's meant to, to help alleviate some of the additional costs that come along with having kids. So it was introduced, uh, Taxpayer Relief Act in 1997, it was set at $400. 1999, it was increased to 500. They increased it again in 01, increased it again in 2014. Increase it again in 2017. So it's just one of those. It's popular, apparently, politically, to give money to parents. I mean. You know, I get it. Uh, it now, th this, to its credit, um, since there was a study done, since 2014, it has lifted over 6 million people out of poverty, That's most nice. of those being children. So it is, it is having the effect that is intended. But in the most recent um, uh, COVID relief bill, the, the American Rescue Plan, uh, they made some changes to it. So they won. They increased the amounts. So if you are, if your kids are under the age of six, you get three thousand six hundred dollars per child. Um, and if they're ages, some kids. <laughs> oh, it costs a lot more than that. It costs a lot more than that. This is this is but a fraction of what it costs to have a kid. Uh, ages six to seventeen, it's three thousand dollars a child. And then they made it fully refundable. So in the past, you could get part of it as a refund. But really, it was there to lower your tax burden. Well, they've made it fully refundable now, so you can get up to the full $3,600 or $3,000 refunded to you. And they made half of it advanceable. And that's why I got the letter. Starting in July, you'll be monthly payments from July through December of 2021 uh, for the first half of what you're eligible for. The second half, you will claim on your tax return you file in 2022. Uh, now, if for some reason you don't necessarily want to receive these checks every uh, every month for six months, you can opt out of it. Uh, and people look at me weird whenever I say that, but there are legitimate reasons you may want to opt out of it. Um, similar to the stimulus payments, there are income limits on the on the the child tax credit. And so, if you qualified for it in 2020, that's the tax return information they're using for it. But 2021, your income is going to be too high they're going to use that 2020 tax info for it. So they're going to advance that money to you, and then when you file your taxes, you have to pay it back. You will have to give it back. You may also have something where your, your child may change, like their, their, their birthday may change, or they may no longer be eligible. They may go past the age of 17. You may go from sole custody to split custody with a, with a, with a former spouse, something like that. So you can go online. There will be an online portal that will launch uh, towards the end of June, theoretically, where you can go allegedly. in there, allegedly, allegedly, where you can go in there and you can confirm your information, confirm the ages of your children, how much you're going to get. Do you want it? Do you want to wait until your tax, you file your taxes, all of that. Um, but what I wanted to use that for is you're getting money this summer for your child. Uh, so let's talk about how to teach your children about money. And the thing that people have to understand is 
your children are going to learn about money. Fiscal you, responsibility is very important to learn, especially yes. at a young age. Well, here's the thing. They're going to learn about money, but do you want it to be from you or from someone else? Exactly. And if it's from you, you can, you know, you by having the conversation yourself, you can instill your values in your children. You can teach them fiscal responsibility, and you can teach them what to do. So I kind of wanted to go into what we have done with our children, specifically my, my oldest daughter, who's six, to teach her about money. So the first thing that we did, and we... We really have – we have two-and-a-half kids. We have a six-year-old girl. We have a two-and-a-half-year-old boy, and we have a six-year-old pit bull. Uh, we rescued her last year. Uh, her name's Jolene. She's adorable. Uh, but sometimes she likes – she gets confused on what is a chew toy of hers and what is somebody else's. Mm -hmm. So she chewed up one of my daughter's dolls. Uh -oh. And my daughter's reaction when she saw it – we were – I was frustrated because I bought the doll. And she said, well, we can just go to the store and buy another one. Oh. Really? And I was like, that was the wrong thing to say. Nope. So what we did was we used this as a learning opportunity to teach her about earning money for the things that you want and how things cost money. So I went and bought a certain Disney princess that lives in the water, whatever, doll. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to say it. Anyway, so – and then I set My up a – personal favorite. There you go. Uh, I set up a system with specific tasks that she had to do and the payment required. And so clarifying on this is some of the tasks that my daughter has to do are just expected. That's part of what you need to do to live here. You need to make your bed in the morning. You need to bust your plate after dinner. Earn your keep. Earn your keep, exactly. But you can do additional things to earn money. So, like, if she takes the trash from her bathroom, not the kitchen trash, but the trash from – I the kitchen trash probably yeah, the biggest no. she Exactly, is. exactly. You take the trash from her bathroom, that little small can. She takes it out and replaces the bag. She gets 50 cents. If you gather up all the dirty laundry from all the little small hampers we have in the house and take it to the laundry room, you get 25 cents. Uh, they're not all cleaning tasks. She can write a letter with four sentences and a picture to someone, and that's 50 cents. And the idea is I just want her to understand you do things and you can receive compensation for it. And the hard part for that was making sure that the payment for the task and the reward scaled. So, you know, we were paying 25 or 50 cents per task, and so the reward getting that, that doll was a total price of $5. So we're paying her in quarters, and, you know, and that, that was an easy way for us to, one, let her count, you know, you know, she, she's on their counting, but then she can count by 25, 25, 50, 75, 100. So teaching her that skill, um, as well as teaching her about the concept of money. Money math is the only math I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I can calculate change in my head, but if you just ask me to add two things together, not going to happen. It's like Pythagorean theorem. No, uh, that doesn't matter. No. <laughs> but I can figure out how much this is with a 20% discount. I know that 41 cents is one of every, every coin. There you go. Technically not one of... Every not coin, every coin, not you know, a, 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 a dollar ninety one would be the one of every coin. Anyway, that's just the bank thing. Um, <laughs> and then, in this whole system, we had of teach of my daughter learning tasks and the payment required for them. We had a conversation with me and my spouse about allowance. Do you get an allowance, and how does that work? And so I kind of that's that's up to you. Um, my my decision was if we're going to do an allowance, it's going to be free of any requirements to receive it. So this is what you get. You just you get this every week. It's static. Whether or not you do those basic chores, I'll do punishment a different way. You get this money no matter what. Um, but I imposed requirements on what you do with it. 
And this is back to that imparting values on them. So, you know, we're going to spend some, but we're going to save some and we're going to give some. And so just trying to get her to understand what you do with that money, where it needs to go. And we'll talk more about that after the break. 98.7 FM and 1400 AM. Welcome back to Finance Friday. Lindsey Crosby, Jordan Mills helping me out with this one here. We're talking about teaching your kids about money. And at the end of the last segment, I talked about, you know, imparting your values on them, spending some, saving some, and giving some. And something that we, the next step that we talked about was opening a savings account for your kids. And the idea behind that was, you know, you seeding the account and setting an expectation that future contributions to that savings account need to come from money that they receive. So whether it ends up being, you know, they get gifts at their birthday, they earn additional money some way, something from their allowance, that they need to contribute a portion of that to the savings and, you know, discuss the point of it and then set some sort of large goal for that. You know, and, and granted, they're young and, you know, like my daughter's six. I'm not going to tell her, like, this is your college fund. I have a separate college fund for her. But setting something that is a long-term goal, and the important thing in here is have the discussion with them and kind of let them pick, like, my daughter wants a bicycle. Great. Let's talk about the bicycle. And I'm going to seed that with most of the money required to buy a bicycle, but I'm going to make her do more than $5 of work to earn a bicycle. And then... Just, just remember, if you're doing something like this, if you're doing this savings account like that for a larger thing, still have a small tangible goal that they can work towards. So like in, like in her case, we'll probably have another toy she can work for. We'll probably let her go pick out a toy, actually. And we'll buy it and let her work for the money for it and then also have that savings thing for the bike. It's kind of like we talk about paying off debt. You, you want to have those small early victories so that they see that this is realistic and that this is something that they can easily do. So if you do a big thing like that, still give them a tangible goal they can work for. And then just teach them about how to make decisions about money. And my idea is introduce them to the concepts through like an everyday scenario. Uh, something that's one of my favorites, take them to the grocery store with you. You know, and they can actually see like they want cereal. Well, here's how much the cereal costs. Like, you know how it, it took you, let's say it took you a week to earn $5. That $5 buys one box of cereal. You know, and, you know, and the small size, too, the, not even the family size. Yeah, the, sm <laughs> the, the small size. And, you know, and kind of show them the difference between like, OK, so here's this name brand one. Well, here's this generic one. This generic one's a dollar cheaper, you know, and get give them the options of, you know, do you want to buy this name brand one? Do you want to buy this generic one? You know, if we if we pick five generics, we can use that extra money. Maybe we can buy some ice cream with that extra money or something, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of let them see, ice cream. you know, and you can kind of use that to when it comes to, to to budgeting about making choices and needs versus wants. And, you know, if there's a there's a want that you have, you have to make sure your needs are covered. And if you can make the need covered, you can get the want uh, and then let them make mistakes. They're going to fall. The first time you take them with money, they're going to fall for buying the candy at the register. Let them do it. Let them buy the candy at the register, uh, the impulse. You're going to teach them about the impulse buy. It's not actually going to hurt them. This is not a harmful mistake as they're going to make. As long as they share. <laughs> no, Ta dad That's dad when tax. we teach them on taxes. <laughs> dad taxes. I taught my daughter dad tax the other day. That's awesome. Because well, no, she was taking the food to to the table to, to, to her brother. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, grab a blueberry. Like, Those are his blueberries. I'm like, well, yeah, but you you're take, you're, you are preparing the plate and you are serving it. So you can take a blueberry. Server tax. 
Yeah. Well, I, I called it the dad tax, but yeah, it's the it, it's the it's the food prep tax. Service tax. Service okay. tax. There you go. It's it's the service tax. And then we talked about when we were at the grocery store, what is the family saving for? So like, okay, if we save this money, what is going to happen with this? Let's say fifty dollars. Are we going to go out and have tacos? Is this going to be some sort of family outing? Or are we saving it for something like a beach vacation? Kind of letting them see, here's what the the family's putting money aside for now. And the whole goal is, you know, teaching them positive habits, setting a budget before they go to the store, uh, how to avoid retail therapy, you know, how to kind of self-impose a waiting period. Why did you look directly at me when you said that? <laughs> uh, because I recognize a lot of the tops that you wear because my wife also buys the same ones from the same boutique. We are not addicted to the same boutique. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so just... Teaching positive habits about like, you know, all right, we're going to go in here and we're going to to make sure that that we have a plan for what's going to happen with this money. And if we, you know, if we can cover all of our needs with the money we have budgeted, we can afford to get a want at the grocery store for something like ice cream. You know, definitely a want, not a need, except for like the middle of the summer, then it's a, then it's a need. You got to have it. You got to have ice cream in the summer. It's pop, hot pop, out there. Popsicles man. are a need in my house. Absolutely. We have to have popsicles. I love those like healthy strawberry fruit ones. Oh no. Like, these are like the, the colored liquid. Oh, the ones in the, oh yeah. Yeah. These are the, the colored pops. liquid that are just those like are sugar the water. Best. Yeah. That's what these are. Pink my son are loves my those things. Every meal, every meal. And then this kind of gets into a bigger conversation about talk about money in front of your kids. Money shouldn't be a secret. So like what does electricity cost? What does internet cost? And the exception here. Don't burden your children with a worry, you know. <laughs> the electric bill is this much because you left the lights well, on. Well, no, 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 something like, like, we can't afford to pay the electric bill. Like, don't. That's don't, not yeah, cool. <laughs> don't share that with your kids. But, you know, be honest. So, like, if, yes. you know, like, if, if, if you're talking about, you know, uh, the week's budget and you're, you're, my daughter says, like, hey, we want to go have tacos. I might have to say, hey, we can't do that, that right now. That's week. not in this week's budget. You know, we have we're taking a vacation soon, and so we we cut back on how much we're going out to eat because we're going to go on vacation soon. We got to go to Taco Bell, not Taco Rita. <laughs> Look, none of them gave us money for this. Stop it, Jordan. Stop saying their names. <laughs> Lindsay hates it when I say any other. No anyone. free pub. No free pub. No on free Lindsay's pub. Watch. No free pub on Lindsay's watch. You know, and then. While you're having these conversations about money and about where they can get affordable tacos versus pricey tacos and things like that, uh, tell them about mistakes you've made in the past. You know, tell them, you know, tell them where you've you've messed up or where you've done wrong. And if and if it's a small mistake, like the buying the candy at the register, let them do it. You know, because the goal is for them to learn about mistakes that you've made and learn some of these simple mistakes so they don't repeat it in the past. Um, it. You don't have to share everything. You don't have to get incredibly complicated with this, but you can work money into your daily life with your children and have them be a part of it so that they're exposed to these concepts and they're aware of it. And ultimately, that's the goal here. So if you need more information about any of this stuff, if you have questions about this, you can find me. I'm at MidSouth Bank, 519 East Quinn Avenue in Auburn, or you can call me, 334-521-6009.